You're listening to Catching the Word, a podcast produced by the Diocese of Trenton. In this installment, Father Gary Koch reflects on the readings for this Sunday. This 29th Sunday of the year, as disciples, we are perfected by our yes to the cross. While in last week's gospel, we met a stranger who could not abandon his own sense of importance in order to be a disciple of Jesus, this week we see two of Jesus' own disciples who likewise have placed ambition over discipleship. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, ask Jesus to take seats of prominence in his kingdom, one at his right and the other at his left. They seem to be presuming that the missionary work of Jesus, healing the sick, raising the dead, and exorcising demons, is perhaps just a distraction from the real mission, that of seizing control of Jerusalem and expelling the Roman hegemony. They also presume to take precedence over the others, including Simon Peter, who is regarded even then as the disciple that Jesus has made the senior member of their company. Even if they grasped the otherworldliness of the kingdom, they still sought personal ambition and importance over the others. Jesus uses this occasion to again teach the disciples about the coming cross which he will suffer for their and our sakes. At the same time, he also reminds them that they too will have a share in that cross in the course of their own lives and ministry. The disciples James and John have spent quite a bit of time with Jesus by now. They have witnessed miracles, heard some of the parables, and are familiar with the teaching of Jesus. They were part of the conversation we heard recounted a few weeks ago, as the disciples argued among themselves about which of them was the greatest. They have left much to this point in their lives to follow Jesus. Abandoning their fishing nets and their father, they have the personal experience of sacrifice to become disciples. Even more so, they saw the rich young man we encountered in last week's gospel walk away from Jesus when he was challenged to abandon all that he had in order to be a disciple. They know of the necessity to go all in with Jesus if they truly want to share in his mission. They also know that there are consequences to the question, and so theirs is a more informed yet still misguided request. With all of that, they are still seeking glory and recognition for themselves. They, unlike so many others, respond with a yes when Jesus asks if they can drink from his chalice. While Jesus have may not yet put this question to anyone else in specific terms, it is really the root question that Jesus asks all of those who seek to be his disciples. Perhaps James and John are still thinking that this chalice is the splendid gem-gilded chalice of royalty used at great banquets. If so, they might be thinking that their yes is a sign of their favor with Jesus, and that they indeed will be prominent in his kingdom. They do not yet realize that the chalice from which Jesus drinks, the very chalice which he pleads with his father not to drink during his great agony, is the chalice of martyrdom. Their blood, like his, is to be poured out in testimony and as a witness to the kingdom of God. Maybe their yes at this moment was naive and incomplete, but they still made the walk to Jerusalem and continued to follow him 
even when it became obvious that the elders of the people, and even the people themselves, were beginning to turn on Jesus. Even as Judas betrayed Jesus and Jesus was arrested, they remained and endured Jesus' passion and death. They were blessed to bear witness to the resurrection and receive the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Indeed, spending their lives in service to the kingdom and drinking from the chalice that they had accepted at this moment with the Lord. Their greatness was seen not in a royal court, but rather in spreading the gospel and shedding their blood for the sake of that kingdom. They were imperfect when they said yes, but they were perfected in time and again by that yes. Our own path of discipleship challenges us to be ever mindful of the chalice that each one of us is called from to drink if we are truly to follow Jesus. While for most of us this chalice is not that of a red or martyrdom in blood, it is nonetheless a call to white martyrdom. We offer our lives as an oblation to the Lord. We ritually prepare ourselves to share in the sacrificial cross of Christ as we share in the Eucharist. When in our sinfulness we say yes to the body and blood of Christ, we commit ourselves anew to drink from the same chalice from which Jesus drinks, that he promises to James and to John, and offers to all his disciples, and therefore to us at the Last Supper. You have been listening to Catching the Word with Father Gary Koch. You can listen to or download his weekly reflections and other topics of interest at dioceseoftrenton.org backslash podcasts. Catching the Word is a podcast produced by the Diocese of Trenton.